Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Yo, chicken so crispy, sauce so sweet, Del Tacos, your tacos make crispy leaf. A crispy chicken taco with honey and mango, Del, you make my heart go bang, 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 Only one dollar for me to savor, I'm in love with honey mango flavor. Slide into Del Taco for the honey mango crispy chicken taco. Del Taco's newest crispy chicken taco is just one dollar. Price and participation may vary. Let's go racing here at Knoxville. Only the best go three of It is showtime at Williams Grove Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here at Eldora Speedway, it's showtime. You are the best. You go for a rest. Often imitated, never duplicated. The greatest show on dirt. Oh, to sit back, relax, and enjoy, because ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime! Set to do battle for 30 laps, the green flag is waving! Hello again, it is Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires, right on our strength, talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week, and we are so glad that you have joined us. Aaron Evernham and Steve Post, we're going to talk to a couple big winners this weekend, yeah. Cole Duncan, uh, man, he had a whale of a season. Quietly yeah. there in Ohio, when you start doing some math and adding things up, it's like, well, Rodney's boy did all right, didn't oh, he? Oh, yeah. Seven wins, some I championships. Know. Yeah, exactly. Not bad at he all. did good. Now, a guy that had not had all that great of a season until Saturday night, Brent Marks is going to join us. Yes. But, boy, he found the right time to gas it yeah, up, didn't he? Yeah, his season is now made. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, great, great stuff. Hey, had the chance this past week, and uh, just really, really um, proud and happy of our friends at Dry Dean, one of our partners. They, of course, sponsor Shark Racing. Uh, it was the Dry Dean 400 at Dover. Uh, Corey LaJoy joined the Dry Dean Color. And what a great story this company is. And just getting to know the people there, from Dave Klinger to mm-hmm. to, to all of the folks in the, in the, in the, in the mix there. Um, and just really fun to watch them grow. I love success stories. I, you know, I've never had a problem with Donnie Schatz winning all those races and championships. Yeah. I love watching it. Back in the NASCAR day, I never had a problem with Jimmy Johnson doing mm-hmm. that or Jeff Gordon or whatever. I love excellence. And just watching my friends at Dry Dean taking this 
this little company a few years ago, and now uh, it, it's still a regional company, but having it uh, on the on the highest platform of American Motorsports, the Dryden 400, uh, and just getting to hang with all the people there was really, really neat. Yeah. They, Fun stuff. I've certainly gotten a lot of good exposure. Now, what was uh, Bobby Allen and, and the boys okay. like at, at the Well, Bobby track? Allen and Jacob oh, and Logan that's... were there, yeah. okay? I think Jacob and Logan, they were, they were kind of in wow events, okay? Yeah. Bobby... I think NASCAR <laughs> officials are probably glad someone didn't have a creeper and some wrenches out there, because Bobby had been under LaJoy's car tuning Ready that to thing work up. On it. Uh, I, I actually didn't. I, I talked to Bobby a little bit, and he he just we were we were talking about who's who's hot and who's not. Yeah. And and we were talking about and and and, and I know this is a sprint car show, but we love all of our racing. And we were talking about Jimmy Johnson and how it appears that Jimmy Johnson is starting to get his game yep. together. Uh, with uh, Cliff Daniel as new crew chief. And and Bobby, just as a matter of fact, says, you can tell when that's happening. You know when you're getting good. He says, and otherwise, you know, you can feel like when you're starting to fall off the cliff, too. And I'm just like, yeah, that's, that's interesting. And but he's, he's and, and, I'm, and I'm there just picking Bobby's brain for a little bit. About he just, he's an amazing man. He really is. He really is. And he said, yeah. And I said, they feel like they're reaching. And I talked to Jimmy, and I shared a little of that conversation with Bobby. And he says, okay, he can feel it. They're going to be good. They're, they know they're getting there. And I'm just like, I find that fascinating. Once a racer, always a racer. Mm-hmm. Once a crew chief, always a crew chief. And it doesn't matter if you're if you're standing in the pits at Williams Grove yep. or if you're standing in the garage area at Dover. Uh, you're not going to take the racer out of a guy like no. Bobby Allen. And what he's done with that team in just oh, a few short years is nothing short of incredible. I'm telling you, Logan Schuhart rolls into some of these places, yeah. and it's I mean, it, and, and and it's just amazing. It and really then is. when they were getting help going down the road from so, yeah. I mean, it, they've I come so far come in such so a far. short period. They really of time. have. It's an amazing story. And 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 side by side of it, are our friends at Dry Dean, and I just yeah. love that. So I, I had a great time at Dover. It was fun. It was fun hanging with everybody. It was fun to see Jacob and Logan and, and, and a Bobby. sprint car driver. Winning it, how about yeah. that? Kyle Larson winning it, yeah. yeah. I and mean, his wife, you know, shotgun a beer on the side. Shotgun a beer on the side. There you go. Oh, Kaylin, right Kaylin, there. Kaylin, she ain't scared of it, is she? <laughs> she ain't scared of it. Oh, I, I it. think it's great. Um, yeah, it was a sprint car guy, and uh, Kyle Larson representing all of us well. Yeah. Um, and I, I always like when something like that happens because then I like to see the sprint car world's reaction. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and just all the congratulations from all of our sprint car buddies. So that yeah, was cool. All oh, going back. So I'm standing there talking to Bobby and Loka Logan and Jacob, and uh, then uh, we, I got interrupted by Ricky Stenhouse Jr., who wanted to talk to Bobby <laughs> and Logan and Jacob. So it was cool. Uh, I love when, I, I you know, I mean, I, we go to a lot of dirt races, and I see, you know, Ricky and, and, and Kyle and Casey and Tony and all of them, you know, at it. But it's fun to see them at yeah. the NASCAR race with the sprint car drivers. It's kind of there's yeah. something about that that's and really. And the crew neat. guys that pop in. Oh, the crew yeah. guys! I said that, I told the driving folks. I told the driving folks if you're taking Bobby in that garage area, be ready. Yeah, and like be ready. And I said there's not going to be a lot of them. Okay, a lot of these NASCAR crew guys don't know, but there's going to be a couple crew guys yep. that are going to come out from under race cars to shake the hand of Bobby Hamlin. Absolutely. You know, I mean, because this guy, you know, so uh, just fun stuff. Fun weekend, and uh, love uh, love the success. So congratulations to, uh, to to all of our friends at Dry Dean on the continued growth and success. And, um, you know, it's just we got we support our sponsors. That's the, that's the beauty of it. Wing Nation, one of our partners is Dry Dean, and it's because it's because uh, many of you are using Dry Dean in your, in your vehicles and, and, and ask 
asking for it. So uh, it's it, it's not rocket scientist. The beauty of it is it's working really good. Yeah. And it's a simple thing. It really neatly uh, really is. Uh, classic ink screen printing and embroidery. Hot topics. Uh, well, the uh, National Open was the hot topic. 57th Annual National Open at uh, Williams Grove. Uh, Friday night, David Gravel. Man, he's just rolling. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Ninth win of the season. Uh, sixth overall at Williams Grove. Second Williams Grove win this year. And then Saturday night, Brent Marks, obviously career biggest win. We're oh. going to talk to Brent in a little bit. I mean, I just can't even so fathom. Cool. And to do it at home. Yeah. I mean, and, and and to do it in a week where the next race is not till Saturday. So you get to enjoy all it. All week. <laughs> all week long. We'll, we'll be lucky. We'll be now lucky. He's going to enjoy that one for yes, more he than is. a week. Yes, I mean, he that, is. That's a crown that's, jewel, that's one, two, that's one to enjoy. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, 32nd annual Comp Cams uh, Short Track Nationals Friday night. Derek Hagar. I wonder if he went over to the bar and sang I'm a Simple Man because that's what they said he likes to yeah, do. Yeah, well, we had it. Yeah, so he won. And Saturday, right now one of the hottest drivers in the country is Blake Hahn. Yeah. Uh, he is flying. Second consecutive short track national win. Here's here's the neat thing, okay? Listen, listen to this, okay? Steve Kinzer, Gary Wright, Tony Bruce Jr., Sammy Swindell, and Blake Hahn. Only multiple time winners of the short track nationals. That's pretty high cotton. Not right a bad there. list to be not a bad. associated with. And Blake's just a young lad, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just a kid. He's got a few more than probably in him going, <laughs> you know. Um, I love it. Blake, Blake Hahn, man. I'll tell you what. Uh, this, uh, this, and, and I get back at it with the Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour this week. Man, that guy has found his stride here in the fall of this year. Atomic Speedway, the Fast Series, Freedom 40. It was Cole Duncan getting the win and the championship. We'll talk to Cole Duncan. Looking forward to that. King of the West Series, the dirt track at Kern County in Bakersfield. Dominic Selzy, his fifth win of the season. Yeah. They have got a point year. battle. Dominic's going to join us on our MAV TV show coming up on Saturday. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's DJ Neto. It's uh, Bud Kading and it's Dominic Selzy mixing it up for That's the championship. Right They've got uh, Keller. Uh, this week and then a few weeks down the road, they're at Stockton for the Gary Patterson tribute race. So, and that's it, right? That's it. So two more races. And um, it's good. It's real good out on the West Coast. Uh, so congratulations to our buddy Dominic Selzy. Moa Sprints, it was Rico Abreu picking up the win. And a Petaluma, $5,000 on the line for the eighth annual Adobe Cup. It was the Shark. Sean Becker picking up the win. Hey, our friends at Classic Ink Screen Printing and Embroidery, they've got everything you need from a screen printing and embroidery standpoint, and it's that time of the year where you need to start getting geared up for 2020. Check them out at ClassicInkUSA.com. That's www.ClassicInkUSA.com. We just mentioned it a little bit ago. Rico Abreu picked up the win for the Moa Sprints. Let's take a little bit of a look and listen to this one. Okay, it was uh, Rico and Buddy Colfoyd going toe-to-toe on this one. Speed Shift TV had the pay-per-view. Chet Christner had the call. It's our Drydeen Diesel All-Deftifying Move of the Week. And now for the Drydeen Deftifying Move of the Week, where one driver simply amazes us with their on-track moves. As he get through it, here's the opening. He did it down the inside. Slide job for the race lead. Kofoid looking back to the inside. That Deftifying Move was brought to you by Drydeen Diesel All Def, the official def of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. Visit drydeen.com for more. With no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, banking with Capital One is like the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like Taylor Swift choosing what to wear. It's looking kind of chilly out today. I think I'll go with a cardigan. Yep, even easier than that. And with our top-rated app, you can bank anytime, anywhere, making Capital One an even easier decision. 
That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? New consumer accounts only. Approval required. Terms apply. Capital One and a member FDIC. It's a new year, and with T-Mobile, it's not about how far apart we are. It's about how close we can be. So we're bringing out our best deal. Right now, get the iPhone 12 on us on every single plan with eligible iPhone trade-in. So I can FaceTime with my sister in Savannah. That's right. The iPhone 12 on us on every plan. All on America's 5G leader in coverage. T-Mobile. With 24 monthly bill credits and a new line plus tax. If you cancel credit, stop and balance on required finance agreement may be due. Contact us for well-qualified buyers. Qualifying consumer plan required. See coverage and offer details at T-Mobile. Yo, chicken so crispy, sauce so sweet, Del Tacos, your tacos make crispy leaves. A crispy chicken taco with honey and mango, Del, you make my heart go bang, 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 Only one dollar for me to savor, I'm in love with honey mango flavor. Slide into Del Taco for the honey mango crispy chicken taco, Del Taco's newest crispy chicken taco is just one dollar. Price and participation may vary. No matter what or where you race, Hefner Racing Products and HRP Wings has you covered. Check out the premier Shark Wing as well as other Sprint Car Wings and components. Sprint Car, Mini and Micro Sprint Wings. And the HRP Original Recess Rivet Wing. All HRP Wings are wind tunnel tested. HRP carries a full line of affordable, top of the line, USA built Sprint Car components. Shop online for all this and more at HRPRacing.com. The racer's choice. Hefner Racing Products and HRP Wings. This is Shane Stewart, and you're watching MRN's Wing Nation. I'm with Steve Post and Aaron Everham. Thank you, Shane. Everham. It is Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires. Let's go to the hotline. My gosh, the list of wins, the list of championships this year up in Ohio. Uh, the Fast Series champion, the Atomic Speedway champion, picked up the win in the Freedom 40. Cole Duncan's on the line. Hello, Cole. Welcome back to Wing Nation. Hey, thank you guys for having me. Man, I'll tell you what, dude, you picked up the win in that fast, uh, the Freedom 40. That was your fifth consecutive win in that race. Uh, tell us about that win on Saturday night. Yeah, uh, that was really big one, obviously, for us. It, it uh, first and foremost, secured the, the fast championship going into our last race at Waynesfield next week for the Hampshire Classic. And uh, as unpredictable as Waynesfield can be, sometimes <laughs> it feels good to have that deal locked up, but the Freedom 40 is one of our favorite races. You know, it's uh, it's the only time all year we get to go 40 laps at our favorite track. And uh, it, it took us a little, little more laps than we wanted to get to the lead this time. But uh, Brent Marble ran a great race, and, and we were just able to sneak by him in traffic there with four or five laps to go. Cool. You mentioned that in victory lane as well. You said if it was a 30-lap race, you wouldn't have been able to get it done. Did the car come to you, or did something change, or, or just lap traffic help? Uh, it was a little bit of everything. Our, like I mentioned, our, our goal going into the night, you know, we wanted to come and win the Freedom 40 for the fifth time, but our, our main goal was that championship for the Fast Series. And uh, I knew if I beat Lee, uh, no matter where we ran, if we beat Lee, that we would lock up the championship. And I kind of looked up. You can see the scoreboard off of turn four if you glance real quick. Uh, it's in the infield. And, I looked up and I saw the ticker go from 31 to 32, and I felt like I had some tire left, and and uh, I just really wanted to win that fifth one, so so I went after it. And uh, Brenton, I told him after the race, I said, "Man, you didn't even do anything wrong. You know, he ran a great race. He just it, it started to take a little bit of rubber there the last probably 10 or 12 laps, and he was doing exactly what led him the whole race, and uh, the rubber just moved down a lane." 
in my favor, and, and we were able to sneak by him. Man, I'll tell you what, incredible stuff. You mentioned the Atomic being your favorite track. I had the chance to get up there for the Dean Middle, um, uh, the Dean Middle Memorial uh, a couple of weeks ago. I can understand why that's your favorite track. Man, that place, that's a racing mm-hmm. little joint, that's for sure. What is there about that place that, 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 that suits your style, and what is there that makes it your favorite place? Well, it's it's our closest track. It's my home track. It's you know about an hour from, from our back door, and it's a round, fast, high bank, three-eighths mile, and that place, it doesn't matter what the conditions are, it always provides a great race. It can be rough and heavy. Uh, it can be slick to the wall. And, and even there in that 40 laps, it, it took a little bit of rubber at the end, and you're still seeing passing, and you're seeing, you know, leaders in lap traffic. And it's just, uh, I don't know, it's always suited my style. I grew up watching my dad race and win a lot of races there. And it's just always a place I've thought of as my second home. Cole, you also said after the race that looking back at the beginning of the season, you never would have thought you have seven wins, championship at the end of this season. What made your year go so well? Was it one thing? Was it a number of things? And what made you say that? Why wouldn't you have thought that at the beginning of the season? Well, if you'd have seen our, uh, <laughs> how, we, how we left Pennsylvania the first couple of weeks, I don't think anybody would have thought we'd have won a race. You know, we were pretty down and out. Um, most of it was probably my fault from a driving standpoint. I crashed a couple cars and had a couple cars get crashed that were out of our control, but, but put ourselves in a bad position. And we just weren't able to do some of the th- same things that we had done the last couple of years with success. And, uh, I mean, my dad and Jamie and, and Tyler, our crew, you know, my mom and Amber are just as much as a part of the crew. Everybody just, put their head down and went to work and just pure determination you know we we weren't gonna we weren't gonna let the first couple weeks of the year define our entire year and uh the grit and determination to get back on track and you know we we had to change a couple things we went to maxim and we changed from a, a style frame that we've been running for five or six years now and kind of switched up and went to something different and uh that's probably really the biggest thing that that put us back in a position to win races was was making the right changes and, and just uh, putting in the hard work. Now I, I got to ask you when you when you mentioned a chassis change was it something in just like the regular dimensions was it like an eighty seven forty car eighty eight and a half I mean it's been a long time since I've driven but or, or is it something drastically different with the chassis? Uh, no, not just uh, subtle changes. You know, we forever uh, well not forever but. Um, for the last five or six years, we had actually started getting our Maxim cars from KKR when they were done with them at the end of the year. And uh, I think my first Maxim was uh, one of the Budweiser cars that Joey ran. And we ran, they, those were as standard of as cars you could get. I mean, if you looked up a 1998 Carl or Maxim, that's what we were running. And it had a short cage and non-raised rail. Uh, so we went actually more to a conventional car like everybody runs now. We have a one-inch raised rail, and, you know, we didn't change many of the dimensions. Just, you know, I don't know if some of the, the safety rules by adding bars in the cockpit over the winter with our short cages, I think, may have changed the flex in the chassis a little bit or something like that. But um, I don't know. It may have just been in our head, but we needed to do something, and it, and it worked out. I'll say it did. 
Cole, one of the things I'm always amazed at and love about sprint car racing is there's so many ways guys do this, okay? You know, you have the guys in Pennsylvania, some stay there, some travel. You have guys that go World of Outlaw Racing. You have some guys that stay in the Midwest. You have some guys that run one track on a Saturday night or a Friday night. You're in Ohio, so you have a lot of options. You can go up north and run Attica and Fremont. You can you can stay there and run Atomic and, 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 and pick and choose where you need to go. You opted this year to run the Fast Series and then focus in on Atomic as well. What was it about that combination that worked for you and your team? Well, it really wasn't our initial plan at the beginning of the year. We, we look at the schedules, obviously, everybody's schedule at the beginning of the year and, and start putting something together. But um, with as many rainouts as we had to start the year, it kind of fell into our hands. We had a couple of good runs with the fast series to open up the year and then had a bunch of rain and ended up raining some fast races out that we were going to miss to go run some other stuff. So it just kind of worked out to where, you know, we got about halfway through the fast season and, and looked and was like, man, we got a shot at winning this deal. And we actually, I think, got back by us in the point standings, I think maybe when we left I-96 or something, and uh, we kind of put our head back down, went back to work, and was able to regain the points lead and, and uh, come out on top. Yeah, that's neat. And you still have a race left at uh, Waynesfield, I believe. What other races do you have left? Is there anything else on the schedule? Uh, we'll do Waynesfield next week. I'm pretty excited about that. That uh, One of our sponsors and good friend Shane Helms promotes that race for the Hampshire Classic next week. And uh, so we'll go do that. And if we can survive that week, we've got a couple more races at Atomic to close the year out. Um, I'd really love to come run the World Finals, but uh, it's probably not in the cards this year. So that'll probably wrap it up for our season towards the end of October there. Pretty good stuff, that's for sure. It's been fun to watch for sure, and uh, we congratulate you on all the success and, and continued over the next few weeks with the with the remaining races on your schedule. Um, we appreciate the time, Cole. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll catch up with you down the road, but congratulations on all the winning. All right. Hey, thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate it. There we go. Cole Duncan. Man, that's a racer from a racing family, ain't yeah. it? I knew, like, I didn't, like, all of these racers, and I've shared that I'm new to this thing. You know, I mean, I've been in the sprint car world for all of 10 years. And so I'm over there, and I know this may shock some of you. I'm having a beer with Fred Raymer, you know. <laughs> and he started talking about Rodney Duncan and how tight they are and the buddies they are. And it just automatically, it's like, well, if he's good enough for Fred, yeah. that's good enough. And then you watch Cole race. You don't have to watch him race for long to realize that kid can wheel he a car. About one of those races yeah. in Charlotte here a couple of years ago. He sure did. And uh, I'll tell you what, it didn't take but about, about halfway through a heat race where I said, yeah, I'm a Cole Duncan fan. That's good. He got yeah. the Raymer seal of endorsement, and the kid <laughs> can drive a race car, too. So, yeah. uh, and, and I love that. You know, that that Fast Series was interesting because it used to be the Fremont Attica Series. Yeah. Okay, and then they moved it on the road, and then through whatever happened, the next thing you know, there's not even a race for the Fremont Attica Series at Attica. <laughs> and so... Attica Fremont put their own two track point thing together. I think I think it's it, it's worked out well. I think I think some racers wanted to travel. Some people yeah. don't want to travel, and it's worked out well. Yeah, especially some want to travel like, just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Travel just a little bit, and Lee Jacobs followed it, yeah. and, and 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 obviously Cole did, and it's just just seemed to work out pretty good for everybody. And and the Attica Fast Series is yeah. taking care of the local racers there in not only the the four tons but the three hundred fives. Yep. So out of out of um, a, a, a disruption or a dispute came two things yeah. that are pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. So working for everybody. So 
Great stuff. We appreciate Cole Duncan joining us here and appreciate uh, the chance to talk with him on the Red Brand. With no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, banking with Capital One is like the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. We'll take Barkley. Ha! First pick. Sorry, kids. Yep, even easier than that. And with our top-rated app, you can bank anytime, anywhere, making Capital One an even easier decision. Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? New consumer accounts only. Approval required. Terms apply. Capital One and a member FDIC. It's a new year, and with T-Mobile, it's not about how far apart we are. It's about how close we can be. So we're bringing out our best deal. Right now, get the iPhone 12 on us on every single plan with eligible iPhone trade-in. So I can FaceTime with my sister in Savannah. That's right. The iPhone 12 on us on every plan. All on America's 5G leader in coverage. T-Mobile. With 24 monthly bill credits and a new line plus tax. If you cancel credit, stop and balance on required finance agreement may be due. Contact us for well-qualified buyers. Qualifying consumer plan required. See coverage and offer details at T-Mobile. Yo, chicken so crispy, sauce so sweet, Del Tacos, your tacos make crispy leaves. A crispy chicken taco with honey and mango, Del, you make my heart go bang, 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 Only one dollar for me to savor, I'm in love with honey mango flavor. Slide into Del Taco for the honey mango crispy chicken taco, Del Taco's newest crispy chicken taco is just one dollar. Price and participation may vary. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. Aggressive Hydraulics, where we engineer the cylinders that move your business. We specialize in designing and manufacturing purpose-built application-specific hydraulic cylinders with superior precision and performance, making OEM products stronger, crafting cylinders that operate on a global basis in a wide variety of industries and applications. Get aggressive with your cylinder challenges. AggressiveHydraulics.com. This is Terry McCarl, and you're watching MRN's Wing Nation on MRN.com. Thank you, T-Mac. It is great to have you joining us here on Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires. Let's get right back to it. The Red Brand Fence Hotline joining us after that huge win on Saturday night that just made everybody happy. Brent Marks is on the line. Hello, Brent. Welcome back to Wing Nation. Hey, Steve. Thanks for having me. Dude, what's life been <laughs> like for the last few days? Uh, it's been it's been pretty great, actually. Uh, you know, that, was, uh, uh, that was an amazing night and, uh, you know, a huge accomplishment that we were able to um, – um, make there and it's just uh it was, it was a lot of special moments that night so um i'm uh i'm thrilled it's it's, it's awesome brent 40 laps at williams grove it's it's a long race i mean 40 laps anywhere but williams grove the way it is the the way the the race began you had a bunch of yellows talk about the event i mean nothing more nerve-wracking than starting on the front row and trying to maintain up there yeah it, it definitely was you know and um like you said it's a long race and you got to um, you got to manage your tires and, uh, you got to manage the fuel, you know, as well. Um, you know, cause, uh, you know, we even had a fuel stop there, uh, you know, had an open red and still only finished with a little under five gallons. So it's, you just gotta, you gotta manage everything. And, and, um, I just felt like we didn't have many more laps left in our tires. And, um, you know, it's just, uh, Williams Grove is just a tough racetrack and, uh, you know, you just got to play it smart and, um, and, and drive as, as, hard but as cautiously as you can when you start up front there because obviously you don't want to you don't want to get behind and lose the lead but you know it's nice being out front there and controlling your own race and controlling your own pace you know and um you know you don't really have to push the envelope too too hard when when you're out front 
you know, just controlling the whole situation. So, um, yeah, no, it was, uh, it was a long race. You know, I, I wish it was 30 laps <laughs> instead of 40 because, you know, uh, it's just, it's really nerve wracking when you have such a long race there and you're running up front the whole time. I mean, you just, you just want, you just want it to end as quick as possible. I can imagine, and then you, and then you have you, you have uh, you, you get the advantage. Brian gets back by you. You get by Brian. You have a restart. Pittman gets around you. So I mean, they kept you busy. It, was there a point though in the race where you started to, where the optimism started to set in, or are you just so focused on where you're at that 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 it's never optimistic? It's just celebration when you cross the line. Yeah, I was just so focused to make sure I didn't make any mistakes, and and uh, you know I was in a similar situation earlier in the year in uh, Nashville. Um, you know, for the final night there. And, uh, you know, it got to be around the bottom there and, and just was involved in lap traffic. And uh, I just got too, uh, too antsy and made a try to make a move around a lap car and ended up getting in the wall and losing the lead um, in that race. And, you know, I just wanted to make sure I didn't make that same mistake on Saturday there and uh, just uh, was just trying to be as patient as I could and, and just honestly just concentrate the whole time, you know, because I know how these races are. They're not over till until you cross that start finish line and and uh knowing there towards the end the track started it moved down to the bottom started uh getting a lot of tire wear and and uh when you have a 40 lap race or a 50 lap race and and you know the track ends up being that way you just you don't know how your tires are and uh you know i mean when we were sitting there in victory lane i looked at them and they were they were totally bald so uh, you know, if, if I pushed the envelope a little too hard there earlier in the race or halfway through, I might not even have been able to finish the race. So, um, like I said, just uh, just trying to concentrate as much as I possibly can and made sure I didn't make any mistakes or spin the tires too much or slide the car too much and wear, too, and wear the tires down, you know. So, um, yeah, I'm just uh, – I'm definitely uh, uh, over the – I'm definitely over the moon with, with this win. It's just – it's awesome. Brent, your description of the race and driving it is it's almost like overwhelming. You were worried about tires, you're worried about not, you know, fuel, all these things during the race and hitting your lines and not running too hard. But when you're in the car, are you kind of relaxed? Are you kind of in the zone or are you really like up on the wheel thinking about these things? You know, I know it's been a long time since I've raced, but there were some races, some nights the car just felt good. I guess it's the proverbial zone that, you know, athletes talk about. And there were other nights that I ran well, but I felt like I was, you know, all over the place, like my my brain actually on the track. Was it one of those nights that you were relaxed and all those thoughts you were having just kind of came to you without, I don't know, I don't know if I'm describing it right, but I'm sure you yeah, can help yeah. me out. Yeah, no, it's exactly what you said there. You know, I was that that night there was, you know, I was just relaxed and um, things were just coming to me. And you know, I was just, uh, you know, like I said, I was just staying concentrated. And and you know, I feel like, uh, you know, when I'm relaxed behind the wheel, and I, I feel like I'm a better driver. I make smarter decisions. And you know, there's nights that you you really can't relax. You know, it might be wet and heavy, and you know, you're pulling tear off. You know three times a lap or, you know, weaving in and out of cars and you just, you can't relax on nights like that. But, uh, you know, the way that, uh, everything unfolded there at Williams Grove was just a nice relaxing race. And, um, like I said, my car was good enough to where I can control the race too. So, uh, it wasn't like I was, felt like I was, you know, far off and felt a lot of pressure from behind and I really had to push the envelope, you know, I could just kind of cruise and, and, um, you know, I lost the lead to uh, Brian Brown on the one restart there. And I knew I had a good enough car to get back by him. I just had to, uh, I just had to wait for the right opportunity and, and, you know, make good laps. And, you know, I did that and got back by him. And, and uh, that was really my biggest struggle um, on Saturday night was, 
uh, restarts. You know, it's just the beginning of the race. I uh, I I started second, and you know, I was able to get by Brian both times, and uh, I felt like that was the better lane. But you know, when you're in the lead and on the bottom, you usually can control the restarts better on the bottom lane than you can on the top. Uh, especially at Williams Grove. So, you know, I, I chose the bottom the first time and lost the lead to Brian, and then I got it back. And then the uh, second time I chose the top, and then Darren beat me on the bottom. So it was it just wasn't working out for me on every restart there. So it's just it was, it was tough. So once I got that lead back, and then we had other restarts later in the race there, I just I, I changed up when I restarted and, and changed my line a little bit so that way I could get, get a good – uh, uh, get a better exit. So, um, yeah, I just uh, I had to be got to get a little bit more creative there uh, than than than, what, than than what how I was. So uh, that was honestly my biggest struggle was was the restarts there, but it all worked out in the end. Brent, earlier this year we had you come in studio here in Charlotte. We we did a show and it was uh, on Mav TV, but you you sat here uh, right in the chair alongside of me. And one of the challenges you talked about was going to Pennsylvania, managing the race team and the distractions. Okay, and yeah. and how you've worked through that. I can only imagine when that race was over, managing the race team and the distraction of the fan. Probably, uh, I bet you you had I bet you had a lot of well wishers there. Yeah, it definitely did. Uh, the, uh, the the crowd was amazing, and the cheers that that they were giving me was uh, overwhelming, and um, really made me feel special. You know, it's just to be able to win, you know, a race of that magnitude, you know, and the history that's associated with that event. Just uh, it's amazing, and you know, I got my name, you know, etched alongside uh, the greatest sprint car drivers ever to to drive, you know, sprint cars and race. And it's just uh, uh, I don't know, it's it's hard to describe, but it's an amazing feeling and be able to do it on our home turf in front of uh you know in front of the in front of everybody that you know i started out my career racing in front of and you know they have the support they have for me is tr- tremendous and my whole family being there it's just uh it was, it was really special you know and um you know i that's where i grew up you know at the in the infield there at williams grove and that's where i fell in love with sprint car racing so uh mm-hmm. you know i just uh I've got pretty much my whole life dedicated to, to that racetrack there. And, and, uh, it's been a struggle the last, you know, four, probably three, four years at Williams Grove. You know, I really haven't had the best of cars and, you know, just haven't had the best results there and nights that I did run good, you know, something stupid happened and we just didn't get the result. And, uh, uh, to get my first one of the year, I definitely was not expecting it to be that night, but I'm glad it was. Yeah, I mean, what a cool story. Brent, I love when you had your daughter up on the wing. I look like she might have been half asleep, but it was adorable. How cool was it to have your daughter in victory lane at the biggest race at at Williams Grove Speedway? Yeah, it was was really special. And that was was her first uh, World of Outlaw win, too, because she wasn't able to be at the the other ones. But, uh, no, that was really special for me. And, uh, yeah, I think it was like right right around midnight there. So she was was pretty (laughs) tired and and, and maybe a little grumpy. But, um no, I wanted to try and share that moment with her, and, and uh, you know, it's something that we're going to be able to look back one day and, and smile about and, and, and enjoy. So, um, no, it's just, it was great to have her there, my wife there, my mom and dad, uh, my grandpa, you know, my, my whole family. It's just uh, it is really special. I chatted years ago with Elliot Sadler, the NASCAR driver, and he had gone through a cold slump, and then his family had changed, and he had a baby, and he won a race at Pocono. And he had pictures of his infant daughter in Victory Lane with him, and he said she'll never remember this. 
okay, and, and your daughter, she's up there on the wing. He said, but we're always going to have this picture, picture. so she'll remember the story. And so I was so happy right. to see that. Yeah. Uh, she was there, and you got photos and video to document it. So that's, that's right, yeah. That is really, really neat. Your timing was also impeccable because it is rare in the world of outlaws that not only do you have six days off, but you have six days off at home after winning the big race. Your timing on that has been nice, not only to catch up with everything, to catch up with everyone, to celebrate this a little longer. Usually you're at the car wash into the next racetrack. This week has had to be nice, at least so far along the way for you as well. Yeah, definitely. You know, get to celebrate a win at home. And, you know, the other ones, it just they came, you know, they, they came when we were out of town. And, and uh, you know, obviously it's, it's, it's awesome to uh, to get a win anytime, but it's just, whatever reason just feels extra extra special when you're able to to be at home and be around everybody that's uh supports you and you know you don't have to you don't have to worry about you know loading up and driving you know six seven hours down the road to the next hotel and you know getting the car washed you know right away and you just can't celebrate the right way you know that and uh you know and and uh it's just like i said it just makes it that much more special being at home you know to get a get a win like this and to be able to celebrate it the right way. So, um, it's just, uh, it's, it's great opportunity. And, and like I said, glad everybody was there to be able to be a part of it and just make it that much more special. So it's just, it was a good night. Great night for sure. Final question for you, Brent. And I and I'm always awkward about asking questions because your dollars and cents, your your budget, your race team is none of our business, none of our fans' business, none of our business here on Wing Nation. But you had indicated in Victory Lane that this is going to set you guys up for the off season. Sixty five thousand um, dollars. Just just uh, again, we don't need numbers, we don't need any details. But 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 talk about maybe the pressure that that's taken off a little bit, or how that all works. Yeah, it takes a lot of pressure off because you know, there's a lot of money to be spent over the offseason to prepare for the, the next season. And, uh, you know, all we're doing over that time period is spending money and nothing's coming in. <laughs> so that that's it. it makes it hard, and it's a long time, you know. I mean, you know, a lot of people don't go through a three-month period of just constantly spending and spending and spending and not getting anything in return, you know. So uh, it's a tough period of time. And uh, if you're not set up correctly at the end of the year financially, it makes it that much more difficult. And um, a win like this just, you know, it, it sets, up, sets us in the right direction to uh, properly prepare for 2020. And um, that's what a lot. That's what it takes to be able to be super competitive in this series is, is preparation. Because uh, if you don't get prepared, you know, correctly over the off season, you know, all, you, all you're doing the following year is just playing catch up and um, that's kind of how I felt, you know, the first half of this year. I was just playing catch up because I felt like we weren't properly prepared over the over the off season, and and we were doing some different things that we thought were going to work and ended up didn't uh, ended up not working. And and uh, like I said, you just play catch up then, and you know we race so much and you know, we're traveling so much. It's, you just don't get the time to regroup and and do it properly. You're just kind of you know putting a crutch on everything. So um, and for where, where we're located in the start of the year, you know, we're going for basically two and a half months, you know, so you don't have a lot of, you not, not, not like you're able to come back to the shop and regroup and kind of redo everything and then go back at it again. You know, you're just, you're just gone. So, and you try to make the best of it. So this is just, um, this is going to help out a ton and, 
and uh, going to be able to do things uh, easier. You know, we try to do things right, but it just makes it that much easier when uh, when you get a the big payday like that. Fascinating insight. That's that, that's I uh, I really appreciate that because that's that's an aspect of this thing that I don't think any of us think about, and uh, you as the team owner certainly would. Brent, congratulations! Really, really proud of you and happy for you, uh, and glad you get a chance to enjoy this. And we wish the best. We'll catch up with you. I think I'll catch you at Lakeside and then here at Charlotte coming up. But uh, but look forward to that. But thanks for joining us here today on Wing Nation. I really appreciate it. It was, uh, it was an awesome night, something I'll, I'll never forget. And um, you know, uh, like I said, I'm glad everybody was there to, to experience that with me. And um, you know, I'm going to be uh, going to be smiles for a long time. So that's great. Thank you. You've earned it. Congratulations again. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Fascinating stuff. Uh, that just 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 imagine a, a, a race car is a money gobbler. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's. Uh, how many thousands of people have gone broke fielding race cars? Oh. And I'm talking about, uh, I'm not, I mean, you know, sprint cars somewhere in the middle. You talk about cup and, and Indy, you know, and, and, and yeah. everything. Go-karts, quarter midgets, everything. Yeah, absolutely. It's all expensive. But you think about that having to go three months yeah. with no income. Now, you have sponsor money and things like that that you're managing, but no Running yeah. expenses, no income, and yet that's the three months where the chassis, the engine's got to be refreshed. Everything, oh, yeah. the truck's got to be done. You got to everything. Man, that's great insight. I mean, it's just we we just take for granted that the you know these guys get done at at at, at Charlotte, and it's like oh well, we'll see you in Volusia. Have a nice two months off, three months yeah. off. Not only is it time preparing, but it's time wringing your hands and saying, oh, look, yeah. we got X amount of money, and we need to spend twice X amount of money to be ready yep. to go to Volusia. And you're making deals with every manufacturer to try to get yep. a deal on chassis, on motors, everything. And then you're also working on sponsorship. I mean, that's off-season for them is far from off. Uh, yeah, it really is. I appreciate Brent. Brent's always been, uh, this goes back to, he was just a, a, a Pen- Pennsylvania. With no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, banking with Capital One is like the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like Taylor Swift choosing what to wear. It's looking kind of chilly out today. I think I'll go with a cardigan. Yep, even easier than that. And with our top-rated app, you can bank anytime, anywhere, making Capital One an even easier decision. That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? New consumer accounts only. Approval required. Terms apply. Capital One and a member FDIC. Yo, chicken so crispy, sauce so sweet, Del Tacos, your tacos make crispy leaves. A crispy chicken taco with honey and mango. Slide into Del Taco for the Honey Mango Crispy Chicken Taco. Del Taco's newest crispy chicken taco is just $1. Price and participation may vary. Custom track swag racewear. The trendy quick crew crew wear. Classic Ink handles it all. Find out how you can get started. Contact Classic Ink USA Screen Printing and Embroidery at the track and on your back. 10 tours, over 200 nights of racing. The American Sprint Car Series is back for its 28th year. Whether you're enjoying the Lucas Oil American Sprint Car Series National Tour at Williams Grove, Eagle Raceway, Skagit Speedway, or any of the nine ASCS regional tours across Arizona, Arkansas, Oklahoma, and beyond, winged and even non-winged, there's a race happening near you. Check online for schedule details at ASCSRacing.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And when you can't be there live, catch the National Tour and select regional events on RacingBoys.com. I'm Danny Holcraver, and you're listening to Wing Nation on MotorRacingNetwork.com. 
Welcome back. It is Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. Want to remind everybody, Hercules is giving away a set of tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. We're doing it here in the month of October, so make sure you get registered to get your free set of Hercules tires. A lot of times that they're, during this portion of the show, we like to talk about our National Sprint Car Hall of Fame birthday calendar. We're going to go through the list of them, but we got something real special that the Hall of Fame is doing that is near and dear to all of our hearts. Uh, Monday, yesterday, uh, Ken Coles, Emmett Buzz Barton, uh, Eddie Rickenbacker, uh, Everett Saylor, uh, great, great story with him, and uh, Gary Stanton, birthdays today, Richard Brom Sr., Pat O'Connor, R. Keith Hall, Don Kreitz Jr., Travis Spider-Webb, Five Hall of Fame birthdays tomorrow. Uh, Emmett Hahn, um, he's going to celebrate by working the racetrack in Sepulpa probably on his birthday because they got a big weekend there. And Saturday, the late Don Martin's birthday, of course, Don of Lernerville Speedway fame. So uh, we salute and, and tip the cap and love what the Hall of Fame does in honoring all of our drivers. But this salute to champions that they've done has been absolutely amazing. When you look at they've done Tony Stewart and Jeff Gordon and A.J. Foyt and Mario Andretti, and Brian Clawson. And I think that's... I think that's... There's Sammy, Sammy Swindell. Yep. Six of them. They went to Pennsylvania to present the Thomas J. Smay Award, which is a uh, an, an individual award of of, um, of excellence. And they presented it, uh, accepting the award with Sherry Hodnett. And they announced that next year's mm-hmm. salute to a champion is to Greg Hodnett. And I just got chills saying that. Yeah, I mean, I did I too, and I watched it live, and I knew about it beforehand. Um, you know, we we love all of our racers, but Greg to this show to all of us individually was just mm-hmm. maybe among the friendliest that we had. And I mean, they all come on the show. We all we sit in here, we yuck it up, we have a good time, we see each other. But there were just times sitting sitting under the stands at Knoxville, or or sitting in the in a rain delay at Williams Grove, or something. And uh, just one of the one of the friendliest people that that this show and 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 the reality of it is is every reporter that's ever covered Greg will tell you the same Agreed. thing. I mean, there there was somebody that posted after Greg had passed that I was a brand new kid coming into the sport. The first person I interviewed was Greg Hodnett. How lucky was I that he was the first guy that I interviewed because he became a lifelong source. Yeah. And. Um, but the fact that they're going to honor Greg uh, next year at the Hall of Fame, that's the whole summer tribute that yep. they do. Multiple cars. Um, tip of the cap to to, uh, to Bob Baker. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoever made this decision, I'm, I, I, lo- I'm, I love this Might decision. Might have been board of directors. And those board of well, there we go. See, you would know about that. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I give a lot of credit to Bob, yeah, Bob yeah. Uh, and Roger Johnson, who is a good friend. Well, uh, Roger Johnson yes, was re- helping find some cars. Find and, some cars yeah. and everything. I am telling you, cannot wait to see this. No. Cannot wait to see this. And again, Hodnett, I, and, I, and I've shared, uh, I'm new to this. I mean, I, I've been around it for all of 10 years. I've seen Hodnett in, uh, I saw Hodnett in uh, Mike Hefner's car, and uh, I've seen Hodnett in the Trone car. Those are the only cars I ever saw Greg Hodnett racing. Um, hmm. But it doesn't take long to realize that he's uh, w- he, he is worthy of the salute to champions that has been done to other greats, and I just think that that's yeah. phenomenal. Uh, the other thing I think is neat about Greg is that he touched so many parts of the country. He was, for years, the World of Outlaw driver, mm-hmm. had some success. In fact, won a prelim night at Knoxville and ran well at Knoxville, but he was part of that Memphis connection yep. and then Pennsylvania Posse. So he covers the gamut as far as sprint car racing yeah. goes. He's not. He was most notorious as a Pennsylvania Posse driver, yep. 
But there's not many parts, there's not many dirt tracks in this country that his wheels haven't touched. Agree. And, and he's had a lot of success there. So I, I love that. So tip of the cap and uh, literally can't wait. Uh, it was just really neat. Uh, and I know just, uh, I, I can't imagine, uh, I, I can't imagine where Sherry's been at for the past uh, 13 months. Um, this is just another, this is a beautiful chapter out of yep. a terrible book mm-hmm. that she's been living, but um, just really, really neat. So uh, tip of the cap to everyone at the Hall of Fame. That's going to be really, really cool. And uh, good people is what make our sport go around. And, boy, there's a bunch of them, that's for sure. So uh, I want to remind you that uh, Wing Nation gear is available at www.wingnation.com. That's wingnation.com. Need to be paying attention to us here over the next few days because uh, we've got some big plans for the World Finals. <laughs> You're coming to Charlotte. You're going to be hanging with us for a while. Uh, we've got some big plans. I can't tell you about them. They, <laughs> the high dollar people out there, they swore me to secrecy on this. Uh, but I might blurt it out sometime, but, uh, I am telling you, we got Teasing. big plans. Yes. Teasing big, it. yes. Big plans for the world finals. Uh, we should have those buttoned up here in the next couple of days and we'll be able to lay those on you. Um, if you're coming to Charlotte, you're going to want to be part of what we're doing. I mean, it's just, uh, it's, it's. I sit back and look at this thing and say, I'll be, I'll be darned. I can't even believe we're doing this. And here we are, we're doing it. And so it's going to be really, really cool. There you go. Uh, coming up, our, our HRP Racing upcoming calendar, okay, on Thursday we have our podcast, Jason Myers. Going to catch up with Jason yeah. Myers. What's going on with old Jason Myers out there? Well, a lot of times he'll don the fire suit for Trophy Cup that's coming out. So yeah, we'll I haven't seen anything that. yet, but no, that I doesn't seen mean. either, but he's not, he's not a scared to yeah. climb into that Trophy Cup race and no. mix it up with everybody. So we're going to talk to Jason Myers, one of the great uh, minds of the sport, one of the great chatters, talkers of the sport, and just kind of get his perspective yeah. on what it's been like after uh, quickly retiring from the sport after so much success and, and, and going on in his business. And coming up on Saturday on Wing Nation, presented by Sage Fruit on MAV-TV, <laughs> Ay, ay, ay. Dominic Selzy joins us. And, uh, man, I'll tell you what, you just have to say the last name Selzy, and you know it's a great conversation. <laughs> That's coming up at 7.30 and 10.30 Eastern Time on MAV-TV. We appreciate Cole Duncan and Brett Marks for joining us here today on Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires. Wing Nation has been brought to you by Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Watch Wing Nation Saturday mornings on MAV-TV. You can also find Wing Nation on wingnation.com or your favorite podcast provider. Wing Nation is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved. Yo, chicken so crispy, sauce so sweet. Del Tacos, your tacos make crispy leaves. A crispy chicken taco with honey and mango. Del, you make my heart go bang, bang, bang. Honey, honey, mango. Only one dollar for me to savor. I'm in love with honey mango flavor. Slide into Del Taco for the honey mango crispy chicken taco. Del Taco's newest crispy chicken taco is just one dollar. Price and participation may vary. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com.